Welcome to the Code Life podcast with me, Cole Beach, and my great mate Nathan Blackaby. And we are live. Hello, mate. Right now we are live yeah, uh, we are. from the embankment. Then we're sitting under a, a railway bridge and uh, having a little drink on? together and a, a little chat. And we've just been to the uh, Imperial War Museum. Yeah. And um, we, thought we, we try and spend a bit of time together once a month, chewing the cud and uh, keeping each other sharp. One of the things we decided to do is meet up some podcasts in London. And uh, we've just been checking out the Holocaust Memorial in the uh, Imperial War Museum, which we would say is well worth an hour of your time, even if you just went and you checked that out. Yeah. And um, we actually came out feeling, um, I'm not going to say low, but heavy. Yeah, it was oppressive, the Holocaust bit, well, the whole thing. Yeah. The, the human's capacity for evil, calculated murder. Yeah. Seem to know no bounds at all. Yeah. Sorry about this train going over, but we're doing this live. We're doing this on spot, on location. <laughs> We've got a new bit of kit to help us with the podcast. So, one of the things I said to Nathan when we came out was, there are no good people. There are no good people. And, um, you know, the Bible is absolutely clear on that. Yeah. And one of the little things that just occurred to me as we came out was, and I said to you, didn't I? There yep. seems to be no limit to our capacity for evil. Yeah, it's quite staggering, actually. I mean, I've um, I've seen uh, Auschwitz and the uh, the ghettos in Warsaw, and one very memorable thing for me was the killing fields in Cambodia, where mm. there was um, yeah, the killing fields where where the Khmer Rouge under Pol Pot wiped out millions I think of the uh, Cambodian people they tried to set up an agrarian society and they literally killed everyone who's educated and they decided that like, if you had soft hands you weren't a manual labourer yeah. and they tried to set up this farming agrarian culture yeah. and uh, in the killing fields obviously where they took people and they just gunned them down there's still fragments of people's clothing coming through the soil in fact when you go to Outswitch a lot of the soil is, is human ash which is so chilling and, um, and like, there, were, there were well tended flower beds while they were running people in to be gassed in the, in the yeah. killing fields in yeah. Cambodia there's one tree that there was a killing tree where they used to smash babies to death against a tree because they didn't want to waste bullets and, and when you look at it you think what hope is there for humanity but of course we know what the hope is yeah man but it's one it's dark isn't it it's it's, it's, it's it's almost incalculable you can't like walking around that holocaust thing today seeing those atrocities and those photos and, and and the the way it was so cold and calculated and methodical. It's like it's, I guess it. They stopped seeing. Well, they did. They stopped seeing the Jewish people as people, didn't they? It's well, there's this one quote, wasn't there, where they said, uh, "These are swine. This is swine, and we don't see them as people." This is a speech by a camp commandant to his soldiers. We don't see them as people. They're second class or below second class. Yeah. Um, Again, I mean that, that's how the Japanese uh, during World War II saw prisoners of war. Yeah, they they saw them as because they'd surrendered to be captured. They saw them as below human, which is why they're able to commit such terrible, terrible atrocities. But the question is, what hope is there for humanity? Yeah, it's, it's heavy that mate. It's really heavy because. If you, if you scale it back, so we're not seeing the Holocaust every day, but we see broken communities, we see fatherless homes, we see oppression, oppression 
community's ravaged by crime and depravity and it's like I mean, we were walking along early weren't we and you saw a bunch of kids fighting well we didn't know whether to interact did we whether to get involved it was about what do you reckon 30 25 yeah about 30 of them yeah and all girls, girls all girls, girls. Yeah. All girls. <laughs> and they must have been 14 yeah and we and I said to you tonight should we get involved should we it turned out not to be what we thought but for a moment I thought we'd probably get killed stabbed by a 10 year old yeah like, they actually looked quite menacing, didn't they? Yeah, it did, yeah. Like that. Yeah. And we're grown blokes in our 40s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, felt, I felt a little bit of fear. Just a little. Yeah. So so there is hope, though. For me, it, it sharpens the whole element of the cross and what we're about. But the thing to remember is, a lot of Christians, middle-class Christians, we think we're good people. Yeah. But the Bible is clear. There are no good people. How does that make you feel? Uh. In some respects, it makes me feel better that I know I'm not on my own and my mess and chaos and rubbish because everyone's got it. We're all flawed and fallen and and it makes the cross just so much more amazing. question is, I think, how does someone go to being an ordinary person? Because these were ordinary people in Nazi Germany, the ordinary people in Cambodia. Yeah. How do you go from being an ordinary person to being able to perpetrate atrocities like that? Well, the whole thing is, it wasn't even like an individual. It was a nation that became so uh, brainwashed or so overtaken by the ideology that they just they stopped seeing people as humans. What was that quote about books? We saw this thing about yeah, burning books. Uh, that, what was that? Who, hang on, who said that? Uh, oh, was it Hitler? No, it was a Ju- it was a Jewish poet, and he said, if, oh, I got that wrong. "If a society, <laughs> yeah, if a society starts burning books, in the end they'll be burning people." Yeah, yeah, and that's quite interesting. It is the undoing of society or people's moral boundaries. I think one of the first things regimes like that do is they, they get a target of hate, a uh, target of blame. Everyone's yeah. yours for it, for that, it's the Jewish it's people. Them. They're the reason it's like this. Have you ever read 1984 by George Orwell? No. What's that about? Well, George Orwell obviously wrote it many, many years ago, and he, uh, he spoke about a, a, a totalitarian regime where yeah. they were changing language, burning books changing words, deconstructing rules and that the state was lying and they had a common enemy called Goldstein and they used to have this hate minute yeah. where they used to gather everyone together in theatres hate minute? yeah they used to get everyone together and they'd pour out their rage against a person called Goldstein it was a bit like the Osama Bin Laden you know, like everyone's got to have a common focus on their rage and hate yeah, yeah. and it was hate that controlled the people wow, hate Wow. now you look at some of the things that's happening in society today people are unified by hate aren't they? When you think of ISIS, think of the, the Joseph Kony, was it? The Lord's Republican Army in, oh, yeah. in Africa. And it is literally like... What, what was what was the um, Rwanda? Do you remember? Oh, yeah, the Tutsis like, versus the Hutus. Yeah, it was pure the hate. Shetty, like just their neighbours and their family members. Yeah. Suddenly, just, we hate you. And we're going to hack you to death. I, d- I don't get it. I don't get it. But we, we know part of the answer. But I, I don't know, man. That was that was brutal. So we 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 also saw in the um, Imperial War Museum in the First World War section, and it's important to talk about this stuff. I think. Yeah. But there it's was history. Like, We've got a local yeah. history. 
But there was all the raiding party uh, oh. weaponry. It was like a cog, a massive engine cog on a stick. Yeah. And it was like they used that to cave skulls. But what they said was the men were getting restless, so they, they called them minor minor incidents. And they'd send men out who were getting frustrated in the trenches to club people to death. They had all these improvised club clubs and weapons yeah. and hand tools. And yeah. What is it that could turn a man to be able to do that? Because I can't imagine myself being that person. And yet, history shows an ordinary person can go that way it must, it must be something to do with hopelessness this sense of just n- no hope of being desensitised yeah it must because those boys were in trenches we saw the pictures up to their knees in mud rats misery cold dark it just thought my life's over and I guess we're going to need to put a disclaimer on this but there was one um, yeah we'll do it there's one um, one caption where they said that when they in the, in the concentration camps they had gas the Jews or gypsies or disabled to death and then afterwards they pulled the bodies out by hooks yeah. often in their mouths and then they'd urinate on them after they were dead what is that the capacity for evil yeah. knows yeah. it seems no limits yeah. and we know we have an enemy you set against us it can turn and corrupt the hearts of men there's a whole thing about the law of diminishing returns isn't it yeah. you remove one boundary you want more you want more you yeah. want more and you get totally desensitised question is Another question: How do we avoid that? How do we? Well, well on a on a on a microscopic level, as in in our daily lives and the decisions we make on a daily level, or or as a group, as a nation, as a because it because like the average listener might be listening to us and thinking that's heavy going, boys. I'm not I'm not working in Auschwitz or. How do you keep your heart right? How do you keep those little micro decisions? And it is the, it is the it's the opposite spirit. We seem to come up, up to this all the time. It's the narrow path. Yeah. Isn't it? It Shoot is. the narrow path. The narrow path it's, it's so it's actually quite painful to stay on, I think, at yeah. times, because your human nature or yourself or whatever you want to call it, I, I do feel that tension at times. And I know the narrow path is a different call, it's a different walk. And it requires sacrifice, it requires Yeah. I love the uh, the narrative in Romans nine, Romans twelve nine to twenty one, where the final verse in twenty one, off the top of my head says, "Do not be overcome by evil, mm. but overcome evil with good." Yeah, and uh, the whole thing is a very practical response to grace in Romans, and it says, you know, practice hospitality, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse, um, do things that give you life. Yeah, choose the opposite life. spirit, bless your enemies, yeah. Yeah. love your enemies. So the whole kingdom thing, and you can only do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You need the Holy Spirit working in you. But you, you choose the opposite spirit. Choose kindness. Well, a little bit of kindness. I mean, not, not, this is not beat you on a pedestal at all. But like oh, today, you, you, went, you went to, um, <laughs> we were meeting in the Imperial War Museum, weren't we? And I was hanging outside the station. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Met in the wrong place. But anyway, I got talking to the big issue bloke. Some Ukrainian dude. Like, just sitting, standing yeah. cold. Yeah. No one talking to him. Choose kindness. Now come and have a chat. It change your heart. You buy a big issue. But the other thing is for me, I met this church leader over lunch today, and he was saying, like, "How do you, you know, you you seem to have a sense that you to keep the presence of God." I'm like, "Well, you have to work at it, mate. You can work at yeah. it. Keep a yeah. Bible in every room. Keep yourself you, in the Word." Stan, yeah. James says, "Look intently at the Word. Yeah. Intently, like don't just look at it. Look through it." 
So I was reading this other verse where, where um, in Timothy, Paul says, I thank my God who has strengthened me because I was faithful. Well, what's the converse of that? If you're not faithful, do you go weak? Do you go weak in your morals? Do you go weak yeah. in your health? Yeah. I don't know, maybe. I think you probably do. Yeah. So you've got to choose that narrow path living all the time, that little bits of kindness, those expressions of love, not biting back with that nasty email, not rising to hate. And I look at Christians on, like, we're going to do a big leap now from concentration camps and killing fields to day to day living, it's what we do. But I look on social media and the way Christians are talking about politics, and, and it's, it's nasty. Some yeah. of the stuff people say. I've seen you call them out actually about cynicism and stuff like that, and it, it don't get you anywhere. It don't get no, me I, anywhere. No, I don't mean it don't get you anywhere. Well, I do get cynicism, yeah. Cynicism and that that critical heart don't get you anywhere. Well, I'm going to make a big statement. You surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any place for cynicism in the kingdom. I don't think there's any place for anger. Righteous anger, maybe, not hate and rage, not cynicism. Though. I've heard Raúl say that. He doesn't like Who's well? Graham Kendrick's percussion guy. Well, Oliveira. Yeah. Yeah. But well, here's I, something interesting. Yeah. Because you said to me today, someone said to you that you hear God's voice or you, you, you hear from God. They that's said, very well, interesting. They said, I've noticed you seem to be somebody who sits in God's presence. Yeah. And I'm a hooligan. We but know here's that. the thing. I think it's so simple. I mean, I'm not saying I've got this, but the Bible says that the sheep hear his voice. Yeah. And if you're his sheep and you're willing to be a sheep, you'll hear his voice. And I don't all the time, but I, I do try and yield to him. I think, mate, I've got me in my cellar, I've got a little Ikea chair. And a grenade. I've got a model and grenade from Full Metal Jacket, yeah. Great film. We need to do something war films. Yeah, we do. <laughs> anyway. anyway, I'll get on my knees, and my head rests easily on the seat yeah. of the armchair. And I can stay there for a long time. On your knees? I've got a NASB one side, NIV on the other, a couple of books, and I've got a glass of orange juice normally, mixed with water, a bit of hydration. Of yeah. And he said to me, this church, how long do you stay there? I mean, sometimes 20 minutes. The other night, it was 12 till 2 in the morning, just seeking God. And sometimes I don't pray. I just no, let him speak it. to me. Just, I just stay. I'm here, I am. Now, am I a holy man? No. Do I get it all right? No, 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 no. Do I, do I, do I bite back sometimes? Yeah, of course. What I do do is things like, um, and I've done this soon. I make this person's really winding me up. Yeah. I want to delete them on Facebook. What yeah, do I yeah, do? Yeah. I keep the channels open. Yeah, yeah. We call each other out, don't we? Yeah, we, yeah, we do do that. Yeah. This is important, but you've got to keep yourself in that yeah. sweet place in yeah. the Lord. Yeah. But it is, it is so easy to to lose that. It really is. It's all kicking off here, mate. We've got trades, helicopters, helicopters. Hope you're enjoying positive. this. Uh, we are live from London, 15 minutes in. Probably wrap it up soon. Yeah. But um, we just thought we'd try it on location podcast. So different. what I'm saying is this: keep on your knees, boys. Yeah. Keep on your knees. Keep Give the up. word of God present. I've got a Bible in every room of my house. Keep it visible. Stare intently at it. Choose the path of the opposite spirit. Choose the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Choose the cross. I said to this guy today. So I've got an old wooden cross been with me at Seaview for years. Sometimes I go in a white panic if I don't think it's been put in a van for the gathering. I like the blokes to see it. I like to see it there. We drive got... back and get it, mate. I know, that's happened, yeah. And we yeah. would if, if we didn't pack it. That's actually happened. Is it really? Yeah. But keep looking at the cross. Keep remembering you've got a man who died for you. 
Choose the path of kindness. Choose the opposite spirit. Keep on your knees. Get on your knees every day. There's something about it. There's something yeah, special man. about being on your knees. Find the holy places where you're walking in account of God's presence. Down the road from where I live, there's a little park with a little lake called Walton Dam. A few yeah, ducks on it. Yeah, yeah. Always know when I walk around there, I feel God's presence. So I take five minutes, I just wander down the road and I go and I'm getting the presence of Mate. God. Keep, keep in that place. It's, it's so easy, I find, to be more about what we're doing for God. Oh, but I'm busy doing this, I'm leading this, I'm running that, or I'm, I think he's after our hearts, actually, more than what we do. Yeah. And, and he wants us to sit with him, like I do with my kids. I want my kids to sit with me. I want my kids to, to want to oh, yeah. listen and so I, um, learn. I took my, my first ball, my favourite first ball. <laughs> yeah, good one. Out for a couple of beers and a bit of food at Einstein's little little German beer hall in Chesterfield. <laughs> And uh, she don't need my guidance anymore. She's made her own way. She's got her own career. She's got her own place. She's got her own car. But she wants it. She wants that input. And that's a sign of someone godly, I think. I'm not bringing my daughter up, but actually, I mean, she's got her chips and her weirdness. Of course. You're a tattoo artist. I mean, she lives in Narnia. But, but actually, keep your heart like that. I want yeah. the input. I want people speaking to my life. I'm choosing a narrow path. I'll stare intently at the word. Even though Shani looks at the King James Version. <laughs> but uh, do that and you'll do all right. Yeah. It'll keep you on a narrow path, won't it? And, and put blokes around you. That's why we're advocates for men's groups, because sometimes you really need another bloke to call this out in you. And, it, and if, if stuff's wrong, if stuff ain't right and you're out of balance and things are a mess, you've got to be honest about it and say, mate, this has happened. I've got to get back on a narrow path. And that's important. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Just a little few thoughts after we come out of the Holocaust Memorial. Keep looking up, keep on a narrow path, get some blokes around you, get on your knees. See you next time.